Support for WDBX comes from the Neighborhood Co-op Grocery. Neighborhood Co-op Grocery works with Southern Illinois farmers and producers carrying unique local items including honey, bison, eggs, pork, produce, and more. Neighborhood Co-op Grocery, open from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day. Located in the Murdale Shopping Center in Carbondale, 529-3533, or online at neighborhood.coop. This hour of programming on WDBX Carbonale is sponsored in part by your membership contributions and by Robco Audio. Robco Audio, supplier of live audio, PA rentals, and DJ systems. Robco can provide sound reinforcement for any application. Robco Audio features the services of the bands Four on the Floor and the Venturis and specializes in live music presentation. Robco Audio and Carbonale, 529 Chillin' with Bob Dylan may contain adult language. It has been censored, so you won't actually hear it, but I still have to warn you anyway. So, listener discretion is advised. Hello! Whoa! Talk about peaking, and welcome to 20 and 22? I think. I don't know. It I, is. Uh, are we going to have to change... We we'll have to change the name. Hey, ah, you know what we do. I'm, I'm not going to introduce it. My name is jo- Joseph Frisch. We got the doctor out there, the learned man. I always make jokes about him doing stuff with hobos under underpasses. It's 2022. I'm going to drop it. I'm not going to talk <laughs> about. I'm not going to talk like about. It's hot. I'm it's gonna, time yep. for a new stick. I'm going. <laughs> yep. I'm going. I'm not going to talk about <laughs> hobo handies. Under the under overpass on I-57, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I don't think it's funny. Um, <clears throat> I could be me out there giving out those handies. <laughs> could be any one of us at any moment, uh, learned men or not. Um, so uh, he's out there. He's learned. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's feisty. He's angry. It's old Doc Wardge. And then we got the man of a thousand bands. He's out there uh, playing Oh man, it's getting cold by jingles right now. Anyway, it is as cold as uh, something's uh, a, fee- uh, a, a body part. One might say on a certain occupation's uh, body part. There. <laughs> uh, what? It's colder than a body part on a on a, an occupational body part there. Uh, you yeah, know, my grandmother used to say it's colder than a witch's. Well, that was what I was in a brass for... bra. Oh, <laughs> I like that one. Your grandma, notorious witch burner. Uh, as yeah, one of those tor- torture devices they made. <laughs> I remember the brass bra. I learned about that in a medieval torture class. The old brass bra. Were you teaching their... it or were you studying it? I, w- I had to take it. <laughs> I was <forced. laughs> it, was, it was one of those. I was like, really? I got to take this? Like trigonometry. That was uh, that ticked me off enough. Why do I have to take that? I'm not exactly. ever going to use that. And then they're like, oh, but you got to take this medieval torture class. Uh, man, Dr. Uh, Dr. Kenneth, uh, uh, <laughs> I can't remember his last name. Anyway, great guy, great guy. Love torture. Hey, it's 2022. I apologize. Um, <clears throat> he's with Roseanne. He's like, I'm just here for the pillaging. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say uh, <clears throat> I'm more of a roots, roots punisher. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I apologize. Uh, we had the holidays. Uh, like everybody else, we wanted a little time off for the holidays, and uh, we took them. But know what I was getting at there was it's real cold, and I know he doesn't like it. That's old Shark Bradley. He's here no, with us as well. It is, and I don't. That's right. Shark is thinking the weather is here, and he wishes he was beautiful. Uh, both things <laughs> <right>. are true. <laughs> I think one of them is. Kind of right. in the eye of the storm as well. I don't know. Uh, I got so many things to talk about. I don't know if we should to do a, a, a uh, in memoriam um, to go through uh, all the people we lost, or should Man, we do we like lost. a? We lost. We lost some people. It was a bunch of people. Uh, I watched one. Boy, oh boy! Seems like that happens every year. Well, <laughs> it does, but it seemed uh, extremely long. I mean, like it was the one I watched was like ten minutes long. <laughs> I yeah, was, I'm looking uh, at one right now that's like eight and a half minutes long. I mean, I'm yeah. not watching it, but I was, yeah, yeah. you know, looking at it, and it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's heavy. Um, I, I also thought, well, maybe we should talk about all the things I liked in 2021, because if you remember back in 2020, everybody was like, so long, 2020, burn in hell, you dumpster fire. And I was like, hey, man, there's got to be good, there's got to be a little bit of good in there. Let's talk about some stuff we liked, and we talked about stuff we liked. And I thought about doing that for uh, um, 2021, but I haven't been on the radio in a while, and I've built up some anger <laughs> about, about some things I haven't got to rant about, um, so I'm feeling just kind of feisty, and I, I don't even know uh, what to begin with. To be honest with you, I'm flabbergasted. I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't know what to talk about. There's too many topics, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, how about this one? This is one that's been pressing on my mind, gentlemen, and I don't know if it has been yours. Today's January 4th. We're two days away from the one-year anniversary of the shit show in D.C. last year. That has continued on, perpetuated on. I saw a recent poll that said like 70% of registered Republicans think that Trump's election was actually stolen from him. So a year out, that's where we are. That that one's been hot on my mind lately. Okay, I don't really think I try not. My well, I do my best. I don't really think about those people unless unless you bring them up. And I'm like, oh Jesus, yeah, you I know, know ever, they're there. Ever <laughs> since I watched the coup of 2000 on TV, um, you know, I mean, I guess I'm just kind of I've been desensitized coup? to them. And maybe maybe we, yeah, you know, data. Um, oh, I thought I was gonna make an Al Pacino joke. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I mean, you know, in 2000, we just sat on the couch and watched them overthrow our government. Um, this time, we sat on our couch and watched them try in a different manner. But, yeah, like I said, maybe it's like what, playing too many video games. I'm just used to it, you know? Mm-hmm. This is this is America. Oh, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, Oliver Norse on the news instead of, like, in prison or, you know, <clears throat> something like that. I, it's just what we do, you know? Um Hell, they let Reagan die of natural causes, allegedly. Um, <laughs> so you know, I mean, it's just kind of what we do. I, yeah, I guess, I guess I'm just used to it. Um, but you know, we're not, we don't do anything. Um, reconstruction. I mean, it's sure. just something not new, right? Well, I, uh, I was trying to find some fun things to talk about. Uh, <laughs> you know, like not along those lines. <laughs> hey, you know what? It, are you you're tying it to 2021? But I was having trouble I, to be honest with you. I have a few. Um, oh, I made a list. I don't even really know. I, but, uh, no, Are I, you I, checking like I said, it I twice? A, You're going to find out. Oh, wait, wait, we're past that. It's too late. It's Sorry. too late for that. <laughs> Christmas time <laughs> is over. 
Oh, hey, speaking of, Shark, I haven't really talked to you since you got that uh, that Christmas gift there. Shark got a little special something. It, a little, it's amazing. Sure did. It's amazing. I had a little trouble getting it through customs, but uh, um, at the end <laughs> of the day, it wasn't. That. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, it, I <laughs> ran into the right guy, so it turned out to be okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, <clears throat> it couldn't be better. It was the gift. It was the gift of all gifts. All right. Well, that's good to hear. I uh, <clears throat> I like uh, I thought I had some footage of it, but uh, apparently I only uh, took some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Director Extraordinaire forgot to hit the hit the right, you got, hit, hit, you right got camera the, mode. <laughs> you got the stills, but not the. <laughs> Uh, I got. I think I did, but they're they're way too short. They're like, oh, I clearly did not mean to do that. Anyway, um, <laughs> I have a lot of things to gripe about, but they're not real world things, of course, because I don't, you know, me and the real world don't get along all that well. Um, uh, uh, but there's too, there's too many. Like I said, <laughs> there's too many. There's too many things. I, I don't know. We can't. We haven't caught up. I don't even know. Uh, what you guys have watched and what you haven't watched, and um... okay, can I throw out something that was really good this year that I loved sure, and, yes. and made me feel good? It's pop culture, Uh-oh. but it really did make me feel good. Um, what, what do you got? Yeah, so I was thinking about you know like well, what were movies that came out this year and what was stuff that I enjoyed, and I'm gonna say it. People can make fun of me; they can do what they Uh-oh. want. I enjoyed the Matrix coming back out. I enjoyed this new Matrix. It was very meta. I did. It was meta. It kind of made fun of itself. It made fun of the (laughs) Hollywood need to make multiple movies. Um, It it made fun of where we are as a culture right now. And it wasn't ham-fisted when it did it. And so I'm just Hmm. saying it was fun. It was really fun to sit and revisit that. And they even... You know, did some empowerment of people. I, I don't know, man. I enjoyed it. And the new Spider-Man movie was incredible. Absolutely okay. incredible. Worth the wait. So there was two things that I had really? to wait till December of this year to get to. Well, I have seen I neither of them. <laughs> I haven't seen neither of them. And honestly, I'm not really in a hurry to see either one of them. I'm not sure why. Oh, I man. Eastwood, you will love Spider-Man so much. I'm telling okay. you, I believe it. All right. Well, I'll get to it sometime. Um, I'll tell you something I watched that uh, I was waiting to watch for a long time. Finally got to watch it, and uh, <clears throat> I watched it there. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me just uh, put it this way. Uh, yep, there's the guy. There's the guy that I'm going to go to hell for. My Uncle Oh, Tom. yeah. That's right. It's me, Christopher, a character you love from the show. I died, remember? You remember who killed me? I'll tell you who killed me. I'm in purgatory, waiting to go to hell. Hey, look there. That's my dad. I haven't been born yet, but some reason I'm narrating this movie in a real bad <laughs> choice by David Chase. <laughs> Could not write a movie to apparently save his life. 
because he's got narration here and there, kind of like trying to be Scorsese, but uh, he's just not because he can't really do it. And uh, writing a movie is a lot different than writing a TV show, I guess. Because anyway, just to remind you guys, it's me, Christopher. I died from my cousin Tony choking me to death in my car, and I'm going to hell soon for him. That's right. I'm, we're also putting forward in this movie that heaven and hell are real, and so is purgatory. And I'm there narrating this like it's a wonderful life. <laughs> and, and by the way, uh, Tony didn't even give my wife and uh, my mom and me any money um, when we died, my wife, nothing. I, I'm, I'm concerned about that while I'm in purgatory well, over here. There you go. <laughs> Turned out it was Uncle June that stung that skunk. He's the one that actually killed my father, not that cop that, that Tony sent me to kill. I don't even know what that means. Can I say Stunats on the radio? I don't, I don't know, know if I just swore to tell you. He's a Stunats. <laughs> Yeah, so see, uh, I liked parts of that movie and hated parts of it. So uh, I was told. So here's the deal. Oh yeah, here's the deal. They're like everybody's good in that movie. <coughs> uh, there's no bad performances in it necessarily. The people that are playing the people, for the most part, um, I was like, yeah, they did a good job being that person. Um, it just, I just didn't care about the story as a whole um, for a movie. It just didn't hold enough weight for me. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, and then the fact that Christopher was narrating it sometimes really upset me so much. I, I don't want to say it upset me. I think it just maybe threw me off. <laughs> I was like, what? What is the, is anything possible in this movie? What's going on? I what are the rules to this thing? Um, uh, yeah, it just it threw me for a loop. Um, like I said, some good performances. I'll tell you what I didn't like. Yeah. The main character is supposed to be Christopher's dad. He looks like Richie April. He yes, looks like the, yes. He looks just like Richie April so much so that when I saw him the first time, I said, "Oh, they did a great job finding a guy that looked like Richie April." And my yeah. wife and my wife says to me, "No, that's that's Christopher's dad." And I was like, "What? <laughs> that's not well, cool." I think most people know that the in the mob, everybody's related to everybody. So, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it made I, no yeah, sense. I really, I'm with I you. really thought, like, oh, that's Richie April's brother. You're going to find yeah. out that his, <laughs> his dad is Richie April's brother that we never knew or something. I don't know. Hey, Eastwood, uh, as, as a person who's written a film, Shark, as someone who a loves few of film, them. and Shark, I don't think you've even seen this many saints, have you? No, I haven't. Okay. You don't need to to answer this question, but I think you'll enjoy <laughs> it. Eastwood, here's my question. Let's mm -hmm. say I'm making a movie, and all of a sudden I decide that I need to show this guy's a good guy after I've been showing him be a bad guy for a whole bunch of, you know, like uh -huh. three, four scenes. I'm just going to shoot a three-minute scene where he does something that has nothing to do with the entire film where he's a nice guy, and then I'm going to cut back from it. Is that enough? Now he's a good guy and you're supposed to root for him? No. no. It made no sense. All of a sudden, no. hey, he, he coaches baseball for uh, blind kids. Oh my yeah, God, no. he's a he's a great human being. Is that was that real though? I think that was in his head. I think that was supposed to be in his head. No, I thought that was real. No, I, I thought it was in his head because when he flashes back from thinking about it, the the, the the guy is gone. So much so, I thought, is he real? I didn't even think the second Ray Liotta character was real. But anyway, I digress. Is I, did, I I'm still not positive that Ray Liotta himself is real. He doesn't look it in this new movie. It, he's he's a little Nicholas Cagey in that respect. You know he's, what I mean? Uh, 
I heard Nicolas Cage is going to be playing Dracula soon. Yeah, I heard that rumor. That's Again? right. That's the guy sucking my blood, sending me to hell. There's my pops. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! That wasn't that wasn't him. And that did they do a I'm vampire eighties vampire movie? He did. It's uh, Kiss of the Vampire or something like that. It's horrible. It's one of the uh, you know. I think what I'm laugh, I'm really thinking laughable. I'm confusing. Uh, oh, I think I'm confusing Vampire's Valley Kiss, Girl maybe. with that that Vampire Valley Girl movie. Oh, uh, he what, did make a vampire movie. I think it's called Vampire's Kiss or something like that. I, I I don't know. It's worth looking up. It's got a hilarious scene on YouTube. Actually, if you could find that. He's just running through New York going, I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! And it's real footage. They, they didn't get actors, so it's just real people in New York looking at him like, huh? Nicholas Cage vampire? What's happening here? <laughs> I'm a vampire! I just want to hear him say it over and over. Where he does that maniacal laugh you That's know, that Nicholas Cage you, likes to do. You pretty much nailed it. If you look up that clip, it's there on YouTube. Nicholas Cage, I'm a vampire. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I, no. I just, but I can't stop. I, I was just gonna say, Jim I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Isn't there a? Is, uh, was there a Jim? Oh, I couldn't tell you. That one, that? that one, that one sounds vaguely once, familiar. Once bitten. Once, once bitten. bitten. Oh, I should have said oh, Jim bitten. Carrey. Jim yeah, Carrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was that thinking guy of. On once Ventura. Bitten, you won't be nothing more once bitten. That song was awesome. <laughs> once bitten. That song was playing when my dear Adriana got whacked out in the woods. And I knew about it, but I had to pretend I didn't. That's right. I'm going to just keep spoiling Sopranos for you. I knew it was Syl by the way he walked. That dirty gr- <laughs> I apologize, guys. I can't uh, stop talking like Christopher. So, do you think like every movie should start having Christopher Moltisanti <laughs> yes, narrated every, from the grave? Everyone. So, like, you start oh, like start almost famous and be like, "So this band is trying to get off the ground." But no, I want troubles because yes, <laughs> yes, I want to go see the new, uh, uh, the new. I want to go see Licorice Pizza, the new PTA movie. Oh my and god, I, I can't. And I want to hear. It's not uh, playing anywhere. I want it to start off and say, "There he is. It's Philip Seymour Hoffman's baby boy. <laughs> You're gonna love him, even though this is the first thing he's ever been in. This is me, by the way, Christopher." <laughs> About I'm three stones down is his dad, but I ain't letting that son of a bitch talk because I rule here. Seems like people are that way about a Wolfgang case. Van Halen. You, you never watched my show. I died in it by my Uncle Tone's hand. Spoilers for season eight. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, the other thing I want, uh, one of the things I want to talk about was. Um, I rarely have to see commercials. Ah, oh boy, that sounds. I, I apologize if that sounded crappy of me. Pretty bourgeois, there, man. <sighs> yeah, bougie. <laughs> posh, my posh life. I have. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, I saw a commercial with uh, Billie Eilish. Is that how you say her name? Um, yes. A couple days ago. Oh, and I became infuriated. <laughs> and uh, firstly, it was a product that uh, that I use uh, and, and am somewhat forced to use um, <clears throat> on both platforms of both directing 
and my uh, job of uh, drawing tattoos for a makeup artist. Um, anyways, for Adobe. <laughs> and, uh, oh, good Lord. I got so upset about by it. I, I'm not sure why. Maybe it's because I don't like our music. I'm trying to analyze why it bothered me so much. <laughs> Rob, could you maybe pull up Billie Eilish? If you're near a computer, I can't do it um, while I'm running. Um, my... Okay, so I can look her up. She hosted Saturday Night Live not too long ago here, and she was pretty good on it. I couldn't believe it. Okay. Did she mumble um, everything she said? No, she didn't. She actually talked and was funny and so oh. now, now, she did two songs... And I don't know, they, they weren't, I, they ended and I thought, I don't get what everybody loves about this. Now that probably sounds like I'm an old fart and I am, I'm a fe- um, I, I guess, fear I just, I fear that I is what it, it sounds like, but I don't get it either. I don't understand why people, um, okay. Like so her. what do you want me to look up by her? She has a commercial for Adobe and it just, it from, oh, from, I saw it. I saw it the other night Saturday Night Live. Yeah. It upsets Create me so much. true. All right, you want to you want to hear this? Let's let's hear this thing. I'm Christopher Moltisanti over here playing a commercial. For what if it takes place in a white void, or maybe beige? No, black. What if there's fire? Did that already? What if there are some old cars, or not? Let's see that in slow motion. Yeah, it's too much. What if it's in suburbia? Uh, that's not right. What about my look? Uh, that's cool. It's cool. It's casual. What if it happens in the rain? Yeah, this is it. Now, create what's true to you. Create what's true to you. Uh, I've been watching... Uh, I've been mm. watching people do that with a cue for the last year or so, and it's not oh. gone well, Billy. <laughs> I've, uh, I literally, this is not a lie. I literally have like a bile feeling in my stomach, like I could puke right now. <laughs> <laughs> puke! That's a funny word! <laughs> Sorry. Can I have I that, Jerry? Little banya. Little I little banya. Little banya there. <laughs> it's gold, Joe. Gold! Oh, man. Oh man, um, yeah, yeah. Billy and uh, and her uh, her her theory on there about how to create what's true, and apparently she thinks that creative people just go, oh, what if it's red? Well, what if it's raining? <laughs> hey, what if it's uh, like what if it's not raining? <laughs> hey, what if uh, what if I got a brown suit on? <coughs> hey. I- I found my look. I'm creative. <laughs> oh my God! It just uh, really upset me. I, I did you think about um, why is it raining and why is that important to the to to him or her? <laughs> like, like give, give me something to hold on to. There, you're not being creative about anything. You're not thinking about. Uh, the reason why anything is, you're just saying things and being like, yeah, that's cool. What if it's purple? What if it's on fire? Hey, I got it. Context. <laughs> you, you might as well be a, a pitch guy in 1980s uh, Key and Peele <laughs> skit on the Gremlins 2 movie. Like, <laughs> like there's not, you're, you're just, stop. You're, there's nothing creative about what you're doing. I'm sure she got paid like a million and a half dollars 
to do that commercial about how creative she is. Anyway, if you're a Billie Eilish fan, I apologize, but not really. <laughs> you can like her music all you want, and that's great. If it makes you feel good, then I'm happy that you like it, and I genuinely mean that. But her and those commercials can just F right off. As, yeah, Logan, uh, as Logan Roy would end any scene in succession, <laughs> off. <laughs> hey, just, just tell it off off already. <laughs> Jeff, I don't know if, if there's a way you can possibly watch Succession. It is high on my list of things in 2021 that I enjoyed. Robbie, are you par- partly caught up with Succession? Or have I you been only watching have, the, I have the last two episodes to watch. I've, I'm That's totally exactly caught up. That's exactly where I am. That's exactly okay. where I am. I have the last two to watch. Yes. Yeah, I basically watched him have the birthday party meltdown, and that was oh the last thing God. I saw. Oh my god! It was so. It was, it yeah, it was, was too painful. Much. It was, too it was much. painful. But yes, uh, there's a character named Logan Roy who basically he's like a stand-in for like Rupert Murdoch slash yeah. Walt Disney. Yeah. Like he's he's right. all and uh, basically he ends every meeting, business meeting, <laughs> family meeting, anything with now that's off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's one of my favorite actors ever, Brian Cox. Brian You've Cox seen him in a million so things. And he's always spectacular, but yeah, this is <laughs> just like so, so great. It's so, it's so At fun. At first, I, I almost thought, like, do the writers just like run out? Like, how do we get out of this scene? Or is it just him on improving? Like, or, or at this point, they're just like, oh, he's going to say it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, they're going to find a way to do it. Hey, it hey, really I, seems like it. I pulled up something I wanted to t- tell you guys about okay. real quick. It's a best of. It's a best of. Oh, so okay. I, I, I pulled up because you two are guitar heroes. I was looking at best of lists, and they compiled the 10 best guitars that came out in 2021. Well, I couldn't even tell you one of them. Yeah, so yeah. no, no, I'm looking at it. So, uh, you know, so a Jackson Pro uh, is number 10, a Court I've never heard of. Gretsch got one in at eight. Uh, Fender Noventa Telecaster came in at seven. A Charvel, I don't even know what the hell that is. Uh, Epiphone came in at five. Fender 75th Anniversary Telecaster came in at four. Oh, boy. Okay. Now, just wait. I'm getting to my point. Cheap. Uh, uh, Yeah, I can't see a price on it. I may look it up here in a second. Then Seth of Rogan course, sells those on there's site. a yeah PRS Fior was number three. Mm. The Gibson Murphy Les Paul Standard was number two, Me. and the number one guitar of 2021 was someone give me a drum roll. <laughs> Joy to the world. Sorry, I had a Christmas <laughs> vacation moment. The Fender Player Plus Stratocaster. Okay, now here's the thing. I think Shark probably would like this guitar, <clears throat> and oh, yeah. I think it only retails for a thousand dollars in euros. So a thousand yeah. euros is okay. what's going up here. Okay. So right, what would right, that about, be around yeah. here? About, about fourteen hundred dollars, uh, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I just thought that was interesting that you can basically find a best of list for anything you want to pull up. <laughs> you yeah, sure. look hard enough. Well, you we should find a best of uh, Logan Roy leaving the room saying F off. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, yeah, I highly suggest uh, Succession. Boy, oh boy, uh, on top of their game, that show. Now, I want to talk about something because uh, you guys watched uh, Don't Look Up, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. loved it. Okay, uh, I, I want to talk. What do you. Uh, I want to talk about it because Jeff is hard, though, because you haven't watched Succession. Uh, it's made by the same guy. Granted, it's got, there's a writer's room making Succession, and it's. Adam McKay and a writer making uh, Don't Look Up. Um, They both are kind of along the same lines, really. They are alternate reality um, reflections of the world, essentially. Right. Um, And Succession has been one of my favorite shows for a while. Uh, Could be because maybe it's character-driven. Uh, but I found myself being just kind of, I don't know what the word is, very turned off by Don't Look Up. Like, it took me a long time to watch it. I just kept turning it off and being really? like, ah, I'm not, I don't really care about this movie. Really? I don't, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't, and then what happened, I would end up watching Succession and being like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm back. I'm well, back in Succession Town. Maybe and it's yeah. weird. It's the if same maker. Some... It's the same idea. It, it literally <clears throat> is. It is. You're watching. Uh, well, that's not true. Don't look up. Is such a. I don't want to say. Well, I'm not, what's the word? Uh, not hyper, but it's. It, 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 um, hmm. Yeah, it's such a big kind of blown out hyperbole. Yeah. Of of a movie compared to Succession. Succession is so grounded uh, in reality that it's it's almost kind of scary how grounded in reality is. Where Don't Look Up was more of a broad comedy, I think, with oh, a I, big I, message I, I over felt, it. I felt like the actually Don't Look Up is horrifyingly grounded in reality. Yeah, I, I, that was exactly you know the point well, I was going to make. Is, it, yeah. it is, but it's such caricatures of it. Whereas Logan Roy, like, yeah, I 100% believe that he is a but owns three networks and picks presidents. Like, I, I, be- I believe that guy's out there. But the, and I get it. Like, I, yeah, that's how stupid they really are and the Trump and his son. Um, I don't know. I, it, it seemed so just over the top. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh it, it was. I mean, it was, and it like, was, I get like, it. Yes, it was like idiocracy. Analogy. Yes, it's like you know. I mean, it's, that's a it's, good analogy, it's, Shark. But I, yeah. but I think that the thing is, is that you know, I mean, you're yeah, you're trying to deliver this message, but at the same time, you're trying to make a comedy. You know, and that's what uh, I think I didn't like about it is I did not find it funny. I get that. I get that. Yeah. I, no, I, I can understand I that. I tell you, I didn't laugh hardly at all because it wasn't that kind of comedy for me. It I guess that's the, what I it thought. Was, it was absurdity. You know, like brutal yeah. absurdity. You know, like. Uh, but that's what's uh, go ahead, Rob. Well, I mean, just like you know, I'm thinking of a scene where, like, where you know, the Jennifer Lawrence character just freaks out and tells the truth, you know, on TV. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm yeah, yeah. Die. It's just, and then and it just it, instantly goes it, to rioting, yeah. And it becomes to yeah, it becomes to a meme. People making fun of her. Oh, oh um, that part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, that's that's where we're living. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. Story, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's totally true. Being yeah, yeah. thrown out. It's like, oh my god, that's not true. And by the end, I mean like. Holding political rallies, saying "Don't look up," and everybody's wearing yeah, red hats. Right. And I mean, it's like, dude, we're 
we're there. We're, I, we're I understand, we're almost, but why do we need that? Is art, does art, <coughs> does, I guess what I'm, maybe that's what I'm asking is, does art need to reflect the exact day we're living in? Well, I sometimes. think art, art can do anything it wants. And yeah. I think sometimes, yeah. sometimes the it's best true. art doesn't, and sometimes the best art does. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I just, I, like, of... um, I, I like, uh, I'll give you an example. Like, how, we've all read Howl here, right? By Kerouac. Right mm. or by Ginsburg. I mean, by Ginsburg. Yeah, I mean, we're on we're on mm. the radio, so we're going to pretend that we have because oh, yeah. one okay. of us would sound stupid, so, right? I mean, right, it opens up. It's, okay, so the of course we have Rob. You mean uh, Ginsburg, Rob? That's <laughs> about how big it's so the poem is is written and set in the 1950s. Culture mm. of conservatives. Culture of you know make people go back into the shadows that don't belong out here. This is a white America. And here's this white Catholic middle class dude starting off, you know, uh, or excuse me, Jewish dude writing out and saying, you know, like I saw the best minds of my generation, um, hungry, starving, naked, running through the uh, angry Negro streets at dawn looking mm -hmm, for a mm -hmm. fix. Like it's over the top, it's hyperbole, but at that moment we needed some kind of art to say okay. there's a whole p group of people who no one wants to look at or pay attention to or admit exist. Mm -hmm. And and we're now, out here screaming desperately to exist. I will uh, I will admit, like uh, the writing was superb, like superb, uh, uh, well done, bravo. I just I I just was like, yeah, I know all this. <laughs> I, I felt like, I, uh, okay. yeah. Um, but I also I don't quite understand. Um, so there, there's uh, lots of different storylines on Succession. I'll, I'll give one away that doesn't really give anything away. And that is there is a, um, how well would you say he is? A married in-law. He's an in-law to the family who has no real authority within the family. He is a <laughs> to all degrees. Yeah, yeah. yeah talking to about, everybody. Talking about, he is to everybody. Talking about Tom. Yeah. Talking about yeah. Tom, of course. Tom takes out all of his aggression on a guy named Cousin Greg, who is like the lowest family man on the totem pole, and like a secret bully, like it's just horrible. Like the things he do, does to him are atrocious. Like it, it should be a drama in which you're like, you hate him. He's like Cersei on Game of Thrones. Like you, Tom is the worst, right? But yes. I laugh my ass off when Tom abuses Cousin Greg. <laughs> when the that's I mean I do I do I it it tickles me to no end because one thing cousin Greg is just adorably funny to pick on because that's his wheelhouse for being entertaining anyway yeah I mean when I, when Jonah Hill is humiliating Jennifer Lawrence who by the way Jennifer Lawrence I thought was the funniest person her and Timothy Chalamet were the funniest performances in the whole movie yeah when yeah. he's when he's picking yeah. on them it's not funny to me I'm like oh he's just yeah he's Don Jr. He's a piece if, of. I get if it, anybody right. else but Jonah Hill was doing it, I would agree. But it's it's Jonah Hill like revising his super bad character and it's hilarious. Oh, see, I can't I can't get behind it. To me, it's not funny at all. Yeah, I just well, I just like Jonah Hill, and it's and for me, yeah, I I agree with your I do sentiment. Too. I don't I don't normally like Jennifer Lawrence. I shouldn't say I don't normally like her, but I don't love Jennifer Lawrence. And in this movie, I was like, oh, she's great. She's the best thing in this yeah, movie. Yeah, see, because I, I, I their their energy made it funny. Like yeah. their acting she abilities made it, made it funny made it, to me. I, she made it funny to me. Like she was funny. In those right, scenes. and I think him being this complete asshole 
And maybe the that's the way they wanted it. come back over the top of, I thought was really funny. You yeah, I maybe mean? that's like, the way that, they wanted it because time. she came off as the better, obviously, each time. But she was also humiliated each time. Yeah, no, absolutely. And by it, the way, yeah. do you know, I wanted to throw this out to you guys and see what you thought. I've seen several scholars that are already writing on this. And several people Ow. are really applauding the fact that they took a man and his good looks and used it to invalidate his brains. Because that's usually yeah. what's done to female yeah, characters about that, right? or female yeah. leads. And they were like, DiCaprio is completely like, once he's this sexy, everyone wants him. Nobody listens to a damn word he says. It's like he mm, yeah. he's a, he's a, what did, what did Jerry Seinfeld call it? A mimbo? Like, mem- isn't that mem- what he uh, said? Yeah. yeah he's a mimbo. Yeah. He's a mambo, yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. He's like, a male bimbo. He's a mimbo. Yeah. He, and that's what they made him into. And I thought McKay, yeah. it was really smart move of McKay to show that, like, it doesn't matter gender wise, whatever. We like yeah. ignorance. We like ignorance. And we yeah, are going oh, to make. We flock to it. We are going to tear mm-hmm. down whoever we have to in whatever way to get to our ignorance kept intact. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they did it honestly because he is not uh, because he's so good looking. It's the same reason they have to call out Brad Pitt's good looks as a stuntman in once upon yeah. a time in Hollywood. <laughs> he was too good looking to be a scientist. Oh, so shit. Like, we better Side uh, note. we better draw this out. Side note: I just saw an article today while I was uh, stuck in a doctor's office for a long time um, mm-hmm. that Tarantino is writing a biography of Rick Dalton. And oh, that's it's cool. going to be released. Mm-hmm. And, and like he wants to release it as a book that will take us yeah. all the way up into 1998. I guess that's when Rick yeah. dies, is 1998. Well, when he wrote the book, I don't want to give away anything for the book. Well, they the mentioned book, the book, and they're saying that he's piggybacking off the book, and he's going to write a whole biography yeah. of it. Because the book takes you up through his career for a while, way past the movie. Um, But then I've heard Tarantino say that he, the narrator, had to let himself know what happened up until 1998. So it wouldn't be so much as a case that he died. It's just the narrator, he said that was the only, he would not let himself see into the future because of some weird writer shit. (laughs) Because he's Tarantino and decided. Yeah. And, you know, that's the best way to write. It's the best way to write. If you're going to write this way, the best possible way to write is the way I write, which is (laughs) you make a a limit for yourself. Like, I could take Um, Christopher Baldessanti, right? And I could make him be a narrator for my characters, right? Like, he could be telling you there about Shango, right? There's the, there's the Jew. There, there he is, the Jew hunter himself, pulling up. He's, he's going to interrogate these fellas, and he's going to get the information. Spoilers. They're underneath the house. <laughs> and, he, and he likes milk. And later in the film, I mean, there's going to be a callback with milk. I honest to God think we should make videos where we just take clips from the beginning of Inglorious Bastards and we do Christopher Moltisanti spoiling it. <laughs> I think I think we should make clips of Christopher Moltisanti spoiling everything. Just like everything. It could be, yes. it could be an episode Whatever. of Golden like, Girls. It could be Golden Girls. It could be Star Wars. There he is, little Luke Skywalker. <laughs> little does he know, he'll get his hand cut off. And... <laughs> But that ain't happened yet. His daddy's a ghost. <laughs> I don't even Little know what the fella. I don't even know what the f***ing <laughs> is. 
I never watched that nerdy Star Wars shit, but yet they got me here narrating it. Adriana tried to turn me on to it. I was too high on heroin. You remember that episode where I accidentally killed Adriana's dog because I was too high on smack? Boy, that was a real downer. Anyway, That's I tried to watch I'm, Star Wars, but I was too high. <laughs> It was on Furio, Fury, <laughs> Furio had brought back some real killer dope from Italy. <laughs> Anyways, oh I'm sitting in purgatory and getting ready to go to hell. And my Uncle Tone's the guy that sent me there. <laughs> no matter what, that has to be the way you end it. Anyways. <laughs> Anyway, some facts. Anyway, another spoiler from The Sopranos. Anyway, Syl killed my girlfriend and love of my life, Adriana. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Ralphie did kill Pile Mine. <laughs> oh my God! I think we got it. I think it's a gold show. We just got to get it in place. I mean, somehow we got to get around uh, HBO being such sticklers about all their content. <laughs> oh, I'm sure bits. HBO, Disney, they won't bother us. Apple, we'll be fine. No, no, no you can put stuff up. On sure. They're not real, sure. not real litigious groups. Sure, tell us about the legal ramifications of this. All I said, those, none of those people you mentioned are historically litigious, so we should be Did fine. Did you notice Ace with Shark hasn't said a word during our whole bit because he doesn't want <laughs> yeah, to be right. sued? He's right. sitting over there going, I'm not getting involved in no, none, none. Here we are. We're yeah. in space. We're it's the a fine commodity. Sorry, Chuck. Fine line between parody and copyright infringement. <laughs> well, I got, I got a great idea. I got a great idea. Opening space. The, the main commodity is spice. We're in a house, Tacron. And there, the guns and giant worms are underneath the ground and stuff like that. <laughs> Look out. The Chalamet is going to turn out to be the golden child. <laughs> Spoilers. Anyway, I got real high on smack. <laughs> I was driving. When I was driving my baby girl home, almost killed her. Uh, spoilers, seventh season of Sopranos. And now I'm getting ready to go to hell. <laughs> and my <laughs> uncle Tones, the son of a bitch that sent me there. He gave my wife and daughter the change in his pocket. <laughs> I love when he says that. They like, killed my father while he was carrying a baby crib up to the house to put together for me. Well, it's TV trays, but it could have been a baby crib. <laughs> both, both Michelle and I did say that and get a laugh when we saw that part of the movie when it in fact was TV trays. <laughs> that son of a bitch died right there in the front yard for me. And I'm in purgatory, getting ready to go to hell because my Uncle Tone choked me to death. Season 8, Episode 7, Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> he told me he loved me, for God's sake. David Chase couldn't think of a rhetorical device to stop the movie. 
I'm the rhetorical device, Moltisanti. Many saints, many voices. It doesn't make Here any sense at all. It doesn't make any sense at all because I haven't even been born yet. But let's not get into logistics. Maybe everybody's born before they're born or something. Or I, this doesn't oh, make any sense at all. When he's a baby, he hates Tony because he remembers his death. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> what? I forgot about that stupid yeah. plot device. Yeah, and it's oh like, my uh, God. But, but he hasn't died yet, so he can't... Re- he like, Tony would have had to kill him in a past life. Uh, uh, like, David Chase to- watched... He watched True Detective and read some Nietzsche. He was <laughs> time like, oh, is flat time, circle. time is a flat circle. I get it. Everything <laughs> goes around and around. <laughs> oh, yes. By the way, I already know you're going to kill me, you son of a bitch. Somehow I <laughs> yeah. forget that, though. When I get older, I'm like, he's my hero. <laughs> I'd I do anything you. for that guy. I love you. <laughs> I love Tone. you. Tone, I can't pass a piss test. That's why Christopher died, spoilers, in the <laughs> Sopranos, by the way, because he told Tony he couldn't pass a piss test. <laughs> Yeah, don't you love how Tony tries to make it about the kid? Like, I love how by the, the end, kid. you know how Tony, by the end, Tony's becoming a, a, the metaphor for America, right? I mean, this, the last season's mm-hmm. called Made in America. And so Tony just looks for justifications to do the no horrible thing what, how, that the, he how, wants no, to yeah, do. No matter how horrible, yes. he, yeah, he finds a reason. Yeah. He it, always yeah, finds a because reason. Because the baby would have been dead. Yeah, absolutely. Would have been dead if he was in there. But and the that's right, he not, killed me. And neither is the dad, but I'll kill the Dad, that's the good stuff right there. He killed me because I was back on that sweet, sweet smack. I couldn't get off of it. I bet they won't have smack in hell. Shark, are you still there? I know you've never watched The Sopranos. Shark Reacts is going to be a little bit spoiled now. Shark shark Reacts is going to be, every time Shark talks, it'll just say, redacted. Reason right, exactly. Shark will start going, I'll tell you what I think about this idea, redacted. (laughs) And that's my final thought as the shark. And that's all I have to say. Yeah, about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I think I've got many Saints of Newark gripes off my chest. (laughs) You think? I'm sure if I rewatched it, I could find a few more. But uh, mostly that the uh, well, never mind. I'm not. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, I did. Uh, have we ever talked about Dune on here? I finally made it through Dune. I watched uh, Dune. No time. <clears throat> yeah, Dune. I really enjoyed Dune uh, a lot. Shark, uh, did you watch Dune? I couldn't make it through it as a kid. I ain't even going to try now. Okay. By the way, the I'm same, the same way as that Hobbit, the- Lord of the Rings. It's like, you know, if you if you tried it on me when I was a kid and it didn't work, nah, it, ain't, it ain't happening now. Like, <laughs> oh, Ghostbusters, man, Ghostbusters, I'm great with. You know what I mean? It's like you made made a good movie I enjoyed when I was younger. I'll watch that again. Fine. <laughs> Did you like the new Ghostbusters, Shark? Oh, yeah. I thought it, I thought if you were going to do it, I thought that was about the best way you could have done it. Yeah, I, I agree. loved it. I agree. Like, how they, the choices they made to get that movie in place, I thought it worked. Yeah, I agree. Like, they yeah. actually pulled yeah. something off. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're going to do something like that, there's got to be, like, a nod to the old, but then you got to take it to the new. And I think too often, when they do these reboots, it's like 90% the past and 10% something new. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. One of the reboots of something, like, well, okay, I'm going to do it. How about um, The Force Awakens? Right? I mean, like, that movie is basically a new hope. 
Like right. 90% of that movie is the f***ing New Hope. And it's like, right. yeah. oh, but we're going to throw in two or three new things to change it up a bit. And yeah. it's like, uh, yeah. yeah, that didn't hey, work. That's me. Oh, you- that's me, Ridley, right there. <laughs> you get me. I'm, I'm a granddaughter of the Emperor. That's right. Can you imagine Emperor Palpatine getting it on with somebody? Me neither. Gross. Well, I, you you got to be so careful because, like, Dukes of Hazzard did everything. I mean, everything absolutely perfect except Daisy Duke was blonde. Yeah. And that ruined the whole thing. I mean, I ev- mean otherwise it was perfect. I mean, yep. Willie Nelson's that, Uncle Jesse. You ha- I mean, you know, the Duke alone. boys. I mean, but that <laughs> one thing. I put a wig on Jessica Simpson and you've got a franchise. Yeah. You've got a franchise. <laughs> How about not put her in the movie? Well, that'd been there better. But even I'm there not even go. I'm not even willing to go so far as to knock her. I'm just saying, put a, make her brunette. That's it. That's all you had to I, do. I understand. Right. I mean, I get what hey, you're saying. I, I. I care either way, but I'm with you. <laughs> That's what you need. I'll go for it, man. Uh, no, I really... Uh, Dune was like... To me, it's like adult Star Wars, but I like things that are methodical. And I think I liked it because I, I always wanted to like Dune, but I was like, I don't really know what's going on in Dune. It's too weird. It's all David Lynch weird happening. That's all I know about it. And uh, But this one, I was like, oh, I totally get it. Clear, clear, as, a, clear as a glass of water. Shark, do you but, know why uh, he really loved Dune? Why? Tim- Timothy Chalamet? No, because his big crush is in that movie. Uh, Zendaya? <clears throat> Zendaya? No. Nope. Uh, Oscar, oh, wait, Oscar Isaac's in it, though. Yep, Oscar's in it. Yep, absolutely. Right. Oscar's in it. He's, uh, boy, he's, uh, he's, he's good in it. Uh, everybody's really good in it. Um, uh, and those, those yeah, are Chalamet. actors? <laughs> you would know this actor. Oscar played... Uh, he was Poe Dameron in the he's new Poe Star Dameron. Wars. Oh. He's Star Wars. He was Ewan uh, Davis in the Ewan Davis and Coen yeah, Brothers movie. Great. Yeah, um, he's um, been in. God, I'm trying to. Think he's, he's been in. in so many <clears throat> I'm glad he's, you brought him up because he's in a he's new done, uh, movie called The Card Counter, which I loved. Okay, I haven't seen that yet. I kept trying to decide if I wanted to watch it or not. It's a Paul Schrader movie, and if you know anything yeah. about Paul Schrader movies, <laughs> I um, do. It's not going to be altogether pleasant, and it's also not going to be <laughs> yeah. altogether uh, put together that great. Because right. Paul Schrader is a wonderful writer, uh, great producer, but he, he's not the greatest director in the world. Uh, he, they, they keep letting him make movies because he's such a good writer, I suppose. And he's gotten better. He's definitely gotten better, and he's had some help with this one. Uh, it's definitely slicker than anything he might have done that I've seen anyway in a, in a while. But I enjoyed it mostly because Oscar Isaac really pulls it together uh, quite well. Uh, De Niro-ish, I would say, his performance is. Mm. In it. Which, you know, you got the guy that wrote Taxi Driver. Like, it's it's Paul Schrader. <laughs> like, you're going to, it's a little bit... <clears throat> all of his characters are men out on their own who have their own code. Uh, something's gone wrong. They, they have to take justice in their own hands. Like, it's generally that. They get uh, caught up beyond their own means and blah, blah, blah. I, I highly suggest it, and yes, it has uh, my fellow, my guy in it, uh, Oscar Isaac. I will say though about Don't Look Up, everybody was great in it. Like I, all the performances were great. About 50, 45 minutes in, I kind of stopped believing Leo. I, I'm not sure why. Um, uh, well, isn't that when he he becomes the Mimbo? I mean, was that maybe intentional? No, it was before that. Um, <clears throat> oh, okay. I, I I just stopped. I was taken with a few other performances, and I and I started thinking to myself, 
What would this have been like with Joaquin Phoenix or maybe John C. Riley oh. in that role? <laughs> wow, uh, that's a pretty wow. big spread. Yeah. Wow. You know, no, and, they, they both play uh, vulnerable really well. That's all. Yeah, that's no, well, that's uh, true. Leo yeah. does not. Leo to me is a star. He's not. <laughs> he's not milk toast. Yeah, like I can't. I believe that he's smart. But I don't believe that he is that awkward and that uh, incapable <laughs> of being around people. Yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> they tried really hard to give him those scenes alone where he'd have the panic attacks, beating on his chest mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, hey, you know, and like I said, ready? I don't. I'm not. I'm not disliking it. I, I really sure. didn't dislike it. I just. I don't know. I didn't have a great time watching it, I guess. so. You know, I guess we would be remiss if we didn't point out um, that I read somewhere that uh, somebody said that the <laughs> they're supposed to be from Ducoin, Illinois, uh, Jennifer Lawrence and her uh, boyfriend okay. at the end. Um, the she back T-shirt she's... he's wearing is, uh, is a Ducoin motocross T-shirt. I wonder, because at the end I noted she said we're in Illinois... And uh, that's funny because we often go to uh, Martell's Pizza over there on the corner of Ducoin, and there's often yeah. a bunch of skater kids hanging out. <laughs> right around there. For real. A sh- a Chalamet, <laughs> right. I gotcha. Uh, Chalamet's out there. I'm going to cast him in my uh, next movie. Well, I'm going to tell you what I think. I know we're running low on time, or I think we are. Yeah, not, um, yeah a little bit. Okay, so bad. I think one of the best movies of 2021 was mm-hmm. The Irishman. <laughs> Is that because it's is that because it's so long it ran off? I was gonna say this COVID nightmare has been going on so long that I feel like it's just been one giant long shitty year that wouldn't Yeah, end. it was it, it was and really hard for me to was like to at the beginning of all that and I was like That's oh what I this thought. is this is good. But you know no no no. I, I'm just kinda of making a joke. No. <clears throat> I really did. You're, I'm with you, though. I started making a list, and I was like, American Utopia. I've been into that album um, in that concert for so much, and I thought, oh, wait a minute. I don't think that was this year. I think it was last year. No, uh, exactly. And, yeah, Snyder Cut. I was like, what year was that? When did that come out? I, I, I love Snyder Cut. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. The list goes on. Reservation Dogs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Shutter TV uh, is something I want to say. The uh, new He-Man, I think, is great stuff that came out this year. Oh, did you find? Did you watch the new He-Man? I haven't seen the second season. Holden and I watched the first oh, season, okay. and we thought it was fantastic. Like, fantastic. Yeah, July loved it. We've watched it two times all the way through. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> it's, only, I mean it's watch not. It again. Uh, I think we're probably <clears> going to watch that second season here. Not, oh, I finally sat down and watched Hawkeye. Ah, uh, well, Yeah, what'd you think? I loved it. It was great. It looked good. Like, it looked of all those shows. It looked like it might yeah, have been I, the best. I, I, I didn't mean like it's a masterpiece. I mean, it was fun. Like it's every fun. episode yeah. I thought was fun. Like the second it ended mm-hmm. and I could turn on the next one, I'm like, okay, they were pitch perfect on this. They knew what they wanted for this show and they they didn't play big. They didn't play over the top. They stayed right in the pocket. And it was, I thought it was fantastic. Hmm. Like I really did. Has no one else watched it? No, I I keep saying I'm going to, and I just haven't Start, started. It. I think you'll love it, dude. I think you will love it. It's fun. It literally yeah. it is fun. Fun. Well, I've, fun and I've shit. I've watched all the other other series. Yeah, um, it's so. fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. They have their serious moments that we need to have, but I mean, right. like it's just sure. Just they. It really is an '80s 
action film at heart. Like I heard, oh, it looks they like, wanted yeah. it. They wanted it to have like the Die Hard feel. You know what I, I mean? Got like you. Christmas time, <laughs> explosions, over the top, <laughs> out of control. Um, and it that's sounds right it up really, my alley. It, it, yeah, and that's what it basically is for eight episodes. Like I couldn't believe okay. how like it was over, and I was like, "Damn!" Like you know, like um, Loki, I liked, but by the end, it was so heavy. I was like, "Okay." My head hurts. Yeah, it got time, it got a little heavy. Things yeah. get out of here. Okay, good stuff. But wow, um, and no, this was just. I'm all I can say is you know, '80s action film. That's all I can speaking say. Of, 80s speaking of the film. '80s, uh, New Cobra Kai's. I'm about halfway through the new season. Oh. Um, I finished it last night. Can't turn it off. I, I, I don't want to watch it. I, I can't not watch it. It's too good. I, I mean, <laughs> dude, whatever, whatever. Uh, Johnny is, and this is a small spoiler, but too good not to share. So they're talking about Top Gun, and Johnny takes Iceman's side, Maverick's the bad dude. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Absolutely yeah. hilarious. How about, how about when uh, um, he rides around with Daniel, and Daniel's playing Chicago and Peter Sentara, The Glory of Love, which right, was the right. big hit from Karate Hit 2. And right. Miguel comes back and tells Johnny, and he's like, Chicago? Peter Cetera, those guys were, you know, whatever. The opposite of badass. Yeah, they're the opposite of badass. He's like, you want ACDC. You want, you know, slaughter. You want... Yeah, right. Yeah, he does. He actually brings him slaughter. He does say slaughter. Slaughter. He does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I finally got my list out here. I'm looking at 2021. I want to say, uh, yeah, Raya and the Last Dragon. Might have been one of my favorite movies from 21, plus Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, Judas and the Black uh, Messiah. That was one I wanted to give a major shout-out to that I thought was fantastic. So good. I still haven't seen Last Night in Soho or Fringe Dispatch or Licorice Pizza. Uh, Lucas is pretty... Uh, Luca, sorry, is uh, pretty amazing. A uh, bunch of stuff I have not got to see, though. Um, I'm looking over the list here of things. I'm like, crap, man. i got to get to it. No Time to Die, I thought was a great way for uh, oh, James Bond man. to uh, leave that Loved franchise. It. Yes, high on I my list. Too. That was great. That was great. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, uh, when I looked through the movies of 2021, I was kind of like, eh, there's not really <laughs> that is many anybody, in the first is place. Is anybody going to watch The Power of the Dog on Netflix? I'm hearing it's I'm going amazing. To, uh, Eventually, I will get to it. There's so many things I have to watch. I can't. I don't have time to get to them right now. But uh, yes, I'm yeah. going to. That's, I, I will. I will. But yeah. Well, one last thing. Stop making Venom movies. Stop wasting Tom Hardy in horribly written Venom movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I finally watched that. I had that fun watching it, Venom. but it, but it's a waste of a great talent. I'm with you. Oh, oh, Let's get him oh, back to Peaky oh. Blinders as awful. Yep. Getting back to, yeah, let's get him back to, to Taboo, getting back to oh, that movie he's making with uh, Gareth Edwards. is going to be spectacular. Let's get him moving on oh, that. Let's, oh, do you yeah, know a movie we, we have to give a shout-out to that I thought was one of the best movies of the year, and I'm dead serious? The mm-hmm. Suicide Squad was fantastic. Yes, Loved I wanted it. to say that, too. It really Loved was good. Loved it. It was so much fun. Yes, I I have so I God I have a stack of movies I, I need oh, to watch. Oh, oh. No. sorry, I got one more. Summer of Soul. Summer of Soul was an amazing documentary oh. film. Um, I've not seen it. Do you it's guys know what that was about? Man. No, but I'll, I'll write it down here. I'll watch it. Shark, Summer you need to watch this. I think it was on Amazon Prime. Right. Summer of Soul is about this huge Harlem cultural festival that took place in 1969. 
Yeah. Sly and the Family Stone, B.B. King, Gladys Knight, Mavis Staples, Reverend Jesse oh, Jack. All these people are there, and it gets almost no press like it didn't exist in. But we right. talk about, you know, like Woodstock. Now, don't get me wrong. Woodstock was bigger, but this was like a whole summer of events that took place in this park and brought this community together as black culture was starting to step up and take pride and see itself um, creating you know, a place in American history. And it's like, it was largely ignored throughout American culture. It's like, we didn't want to admit black people oh. could, could do something this amazing with yeah, all I'm this shocked. culture stuff. Dude, you will love it. I mean, seriously, I, I could watch it yeah, no, as soon good. as I can. Well, I hate to cut us off, but we got to go. We are running way, way, way behind. Uh, we'll see you next time. Oh, baby, we got to go now. <laughs> Support comes to you from your membership contributions and from Alto Vineyards, Southern Illinois' oldest winery. The Renzaglia family celebrates 30 years of winemaking in the Shawnee Hills with an anniversary event September 14th through 16th. Alto Vineyards features a tasting room with upstairs vine deck in Alto Pass, 25 minutes from Carbondale on Highway 127. Weekly events and information online at altovineyards.net.